0: What are these called?
1: Fortune cookie My fortune. My fortune
0: cookie fortune says it's time to rekindle an old friendship. So I must mean with Jack, Jaxo. So.
1: Nice. Mine says it's very possible that you will achieve greatness in your lifetime, which seems vague and unrewarding.
0: But maybe Drell won't suck so hard. Drell's already <laughs> great.
1: Mine says go ahead and kill all the PCs. Uh. Oh. Hmm.
2: Under the blazing
1: sun in the Lopetian desert lies the proud city of Monsamalut. The hard-working denizens of this mercantile capital live honest lives, but when the sun goes down, there is another face to this metropolis. The Zookeeper is the head of a vast criminal network that controls trade, just out of view of the law. This is the story of three aspiring members of That Thieves Guild. Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast about a band of bards out on tour. But today, we're playing Burglar Mystery Tour, about a thieves guild out robbing fools. My name's Brayden, and I'll be your DM.
3: It's Nora, playing Hap Shepsum, a handsome dude who gets by on his looks, charm, and eye for detail. Hap's not from around here, but he's adopted the big city as his home. This lucky SOB is ready for some thievery.
1: I'm Ed, and I'm your favorite Drell Master. Drell Griefstroke is a warlock who worships the darkness within. He's wearing all black, including a black studded leather with a black logo painted on it.
0: And I'm Emily, and I'm playing Jaxo Gix. Jaxo Gix is the cutest little kobold you ever did, see? He is two feet tall and some change, but he says he's three feet all the time. He is orange. He never wears a shirt. He never wears shoes. He's an ex pirate and he's apparently a ranger.
1: Awesome. So we're back in the city of Monzamelut. Huge city. Nope, nope. Wrong one. Desert city. This is the one in the Lopetian Plains. Try
0: it Desert again. Desert city. Dry city.
1: Oh, I like it. Okay, Monzamalut. Dry city. Dry city. city. Okay, we'll work. We'll work on that.
0: Does that mean we can't drink here? Because if so, it's not a dry city. Well, we're
1: leaving. Oh, contraire! We've
0: drank and
1: yeah, this is a big part of life in this city for you guys. Has been drinking in the past,
0: but is it underground drinking exclusively? And it is a dry city.
1: No, not at all.
0: Just side so check for the listeners.
1: So it's been about six months since the last Monzamalut arc. In the world. In real life, it's been longer, but we don't worry about that. So, what kind of refreshers do you guys need?
0: Where are we?
1: Bonsamalut. In the Lopetian Plains. Desert.
3: What's the names of all the different parts of the Thieves' Guild?
1: Oh, Oh, my. Okay, hold on. I have that written down.
3: Is the zookeeper still alive and in
1: charge? He's our best friend. Yes.
0: Do we know his real name? Yes. How did he recover from that injury? Which injury? The one where Jaxo shot him.
1: He (laughs) barely noticed it at all.
0: But emotionally, is he still holding a grudge against Jaxo?
1: No, he's not. Um, Do you really want to know all the pieces?
0: Just like the general
1: over.
3: Because there's like the moles. and Yeah, so the
1: whole guild is called the menagerie. Right. The leader is called the zookeeper. And his real name is Javier, which you've learned in the past. Then there's a bunch of sections that are named after other kinds of places the animals live. So the burrow, which is about information services and pickpockets. The jungle, which is where the bashers or enforcers live. The cage, where the assassins and cat burglars live. Although I wrote cat thieves, which is a weird word in your notes. Um, The garden, which is the branch office for the coastal town of... Dukesboro. Dukesboro, which is down at the end of the river. The Great River Ragni Beck runs through Monzamalut. All our listeners know all this stuff already. They're gonna cut this out. Yeah. care About us. Does that remind you of all the information you needed, Nora?
0: Yep. Is the zookeeper still in charge? Yes. Do we call him Javier?
1: That's up to you guys. So if you remember at the end of the last aired heist, you guys found out that your buddy Griggs, who was the old heist master, had turned to the cult of the Queen of Silks and was joining the mayor and trying to raise her back to the mortal plane. Not back to, the, like, to summon her in body to the mortal plane. Material. To the material plane. Unless this plane's called the mortal plane. Nope. It's all canon because it's on the same world as... Andler Mayhem had been on. And Dream Lancer is in. So, since that great betrayal of, of Griggs, there's been an opening in the menagerie for a new heist master. And you guys have been filling the spot for a little bit. Uh, what's it called whenever you... Provincially. A proxy. Oh. pro Pro bono. No. No. Well, if, is it pro bono? Provost. Absolutely not. Provost?
3: Yeah, like at a college. You mean temporarily? Pro-tempo. Pro tempo. I don't know what
0: you're looking for. Pro
1: tempo or reary. It's a trial period. Oh, probationary? Yeah.
0: Well, I thought you meant like interim.
1: Yeah. Interim I like and so. that better. So you, you three have been acting as the interim heist masters. I think I wrote something here.
0: Is Griggs dead? Yeah, we
1: killed the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, we interrogated him with violence. This is what it says right here. It's been six months since the last episode. Griggs is gone and the zookeeper has promoted 51083605 to the position of Heistmaster Triad. Oh, yeah.
0: What is it? 51083605. The Soggy Boys. Soggy Boys. <laughs> Upside down on a calculator. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So you guys have just completed a heist, and you're celebrating your victory. Let's, as a team, fill out the details of that heist a little bit. Okay. Let's not go crazy.
3: Are we at the Gallows Basket?
1: Yeah, you guys are at the Gallows Bucket. Basket. Listen, I changed it because you guys made me change it no, to no, bucket. No, no, no,
0: it's basket. It sounds better that way. In the last six months, we decided it's, <laughs> it's a basket.
1: Yeah, this is the re-re-con. re-retcon. retcon
0: Retcon-con. Okay. Sometimes it's a necessity.
1: Within the sewers of Monsamalut, there's a bar that's hidden underground from the normal folks that the Thieves' Guild occupies called the Gallows Basket. That's where you find yourselves in the back room... For VIPs with Javier, the zookeeper, recounting your glories of the most recent heist.
0: Jackson was smoking a pipe and drinking a beer.
3: Perhaps sipping a very fancy cocktail. It's bright purple.
0: Does it have that swirliness to it that makes you feel like it's magical? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's a little sparkly. It's a suspension. Yeah. The zookeeper holds up his mug of ale and he says, well... Thanks to five one zero eight three six zero five, the menagerie can go another six months without our budget breaking. Great work. How did you guys pull it off?
3: Well, I used my looks and good charm to get
0: us through the door, of course. Yeah, and no, I was real tough. I killed a bunch of guys.
1: Yeah, and then I fixed all the problems and I made it okay.
0: There was a shifty part where
3: darkness fell upon us and I wasn't sure what was going to happen.
1: No one knows what happens in the darkness.
3: You do, buddy.
1: Only I know. And the darkness within.
3: I cheers, Drell. There was one fun part, too, where Jaxo jumped on my shoulders and then did a, you know, a strike from above. Oh, yeah.
0: Real tough. You wish you you were there, huh?
1: Yeah, I always wish I was there, but someone's got to stay back at the office and keep an eye on things.
0: And do the paperwork. What are we doing next, boss?
1: Also, if we're, like, interim heist master, then we probably sent someone on the heist and we didn't do it. Well, the thing is, the way I just heard your compatriots describing it, it sounds like you guys. We couldn't find a proper team to do it, so we had to do it ourselves. I've been meaning to talk to you guys a little bit about the transition from employee to manager. And a lot of times there's a temptation for you to step in and do the work yourself. But what you're really doing is setting a trap up for yourself in the future. Because eventually you won't have anybody else to bring up in the chain of command. Does that make sense? Yeah, then you got to hire Gregs and then he stabs you in the back. Yeah. So great work this time. But uh, after we celebrate today, we'll start management training on Tuesday.
3: We're going to have to take that uh, anti sexual harassment training. That's part of my whole thing.
1: Well, I guess you're going to have to take it now again. It's the same one that all the uh, employees had to take. Yeah, we only took that once. You're the only one that's taken, like, six times.
3: Well, all right,
1: then. All right, well, let's party a little bit, and we'll get to training on Tuesday and he holds out some shots.
0: Are they applesauce shots? No. Are they picklebacks?
1: The zookeeper only drinks picklebacks. They're just Goldschlager. Oh, yeah, picklebacks. That's right.
0: Is it pickleback, the one where you do a shot of whiskey and then a shot pickle of pickle juice? juice? Yeah.
1: And then the Night Nashers play a song and everyone dances the night away and parties. off doing something else. I'm going to say to my compatriots here, guys. Yeah, man. Maybe what we need to do is find a better heist master to get put in our place because we don't really want to be the heist master, right? I like
3: doing. I like being out on the street. Yeah. I want to cut a bitch.
1: Yeah. So maybe what we need to do is fail the mission so that the zookeeper thinks we're incompetent now.
3: So do more sexual harassment.
1: Well, we could fail it in other ways. <laughs> There's more than one way to fail at skinning a cat.
0: Okay, okay. Wait, I feel like that's bad, though, because if we fail...
1: They'll put us to death? That's a good point.
0: It makes everybody look bad, and then we'll get caught.
1: What if we recruit a comrade and we make be the them new... look like they saved the whole day? Yeah,
3: we'll give them all the credit and set it up so they look like they planned the whole thing.
1: That's a good idea.
0: No, because then he'll make us stay the heist masters, because we got someone good to do the job. We don't want to be the heist master.
1: No, no. Someone who's good at finding heist masters isn't necessarily a good heist master.
0: Wait, how are we going to make them be the heist master? It's
1: like, you know, like how a movie has like a director and like a casting agent?
0: What's a movie?
1: Um, you know how a play has
0: a director? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
1: And a casting agent? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Gosh,
1: we got there. You know, those press and agitations and all those, uh, illusionists always put on yeah well like one person tells them how to do it and one person picks the ones that are good at doing it and the mm-hmm. person that's good at picking the good illusionists is not the same person that knows how to explain to illusionists how to make an illusion look really good
3: how do we find one i'd also just like to propose another chain of thought which is why don't we just tell javier that we don't want the job tell him we like being out on the street doing the dirty work didn't he that does sound seem less like
1: passive aggressive
3: he
0: was telling us that he didn't want us to be heist anymore
1: no, he told us he doesn't want us to be heisters.
3: He said if we're management, then we got to learn how to delegate and not do the work. And we're saying we want to do the work. That sounds a
0: little bit like he's trying to tell us that we suck and he wants us to be the heisters.
1: Maybe we agree already. With, do I, do oh we yeah. see
0: him in the room still?
1: Yeah, he's at the bar getting some. He's getting four drinks.
0: Is he on his way back?
1: He's on his way back. Well,
0: guys, we tell him right now when he comes back with the drinks. We cheers to him. All right. Okay. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to fight people.
1: Tough. But how can we make the most passive girl? What if we tell him, what if we cheers to the hope that we find a good heistmaster to replace the interim heist master?
0: Perfect.
1: You got it, Jaxo? You're the front line. You got to do the uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Okay.
0: Can you say it one more time?
1: Javier gets back <laughs> right there, and, but he's got eight drinks because four of them are shots. But it's really like 12 because it's three pickles pickle juices three four pickle juice it's three pickle juices another pickle juice and then four whiskeys and then four ales and he says all right fellas looks like this is the uh the end of the night they're gonna close for the half hour cleaning session after this we really party till 8 a.m. again Here's to celebrate one last time before I head on home.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, let's celebrate. And also to finding a new person to be in charge of us so we can keep fighting. And he says, here, here. Cheers to finding the new heist master.
1: And then he takes a shot, and then he takes a pickle juice shot, and then he says, wait, what? And then we grab the beers, and we're like, yeah. All right. Let's talk about it on Tuesday. You guys going home?
0: Yeah, you need a place to stay. I got a couch in my houseboat. That's weird.
1: No, I'm okay, but uh, let's get out of here so Jackie can start cleaning up.
3: I drink that beer. Leave. I guess we down our beers real fast.
1: He looks at you with his full beer. He's taking a sip, and he's like, oh, you guys aren't taking them for the road? Doesn't She needs the glasses back, right?
3: I guess we can bring them back tomorrow.
1: He just shrugs, and he carries his glass out the front door with you guys. All right, yeah, I'll take my glass home. I don't give a shit.
3: Is there a handle on it?
1: Yeah, is it like one of those like cylindrical handle? Havers. Is it a pint or a mug? It's a pint, but it's like a big pint. A I see. Pint? I understand that now that's not the question you were asking me.
0: Yeah. Is there a handle on it?
1: No handle.
0: I down mine and leave the glass there. Me too. I'll break that if I take it with me.
1: Yeah, I'll do it too. I don't want this glass. Wait, does it have something cool etched on it? No. Yeah, just down it real quick. All right, cool.
0: Jexo belches.
1: Let's, see. Let's get some Foley work. <laughs> All right, then you guys head on out with old Javier the zookeeper, and you start walking towards your respective homes, which are all in the same direction conveniently for a plot contrivance.
3: Hap whistles a little tune as we're walking along.
1: <laughs> all right, everybody make a perception check. I got 75%. That. What edition are you playing? I don't remember. 20.
3: 8. 31.
1: That's significantly higher than I can possibly roll. I rolled a 2, so 8. Oh, Jackson was the 8.
0: Which is interesting because it's nighttime, so don't I roll an advantage?
1: Why would you roll an advantage?
0: Because I have ultra dark vision because I'm a fucking kobold. I'm sick as fuck.
1: Is it because you're a kobold kobold or is it because you're a night stalker?
0: It's because I'm a stalker of the night kobold.
1: Do you have If you have advantage at night, then roll it with advantage.
0: All right. He's a little drunk, but he did better than eight. He got 14.
1: Okay. As you guys are walking home and making small talk, out of the corner of your eyes, Hap and Drell, you notice two figures around the corner in the sewer that look like they're about to jump out at you guys and ambush you. Everybody roll initiative.
3: I got a 23. That's two twenties 20s in a row on D&D Beyond. It's
0: broken. Don't refresh the page.
1: It's uh, stuck in a loop of 20s. You're good. Don't tell Brayton.
0: Don't tell Brayton.
1: Oh, Brayton, I rolled a 20. also. weird.
0: No, I can't reach my dice. Will you roll for me?
1: I don't remember mine. I'm going to re-roll it. Wait, now I got a six. I think it was higher than six. Is it six? It's six now.
0: 23, initiative.
1: All right, so up first is Shepsum.
3: I want to shoot them with my short bow.
1: Okay, they're surprised. Does
3: that mean I get advantage?
1: I think that means you can sneak attack them if you want. Oh, okay. These are two robed—they're fig- like wrapped figures, like think like ninjas, like and mummies? not like oh mummy ninjas designed to be hidden in darkness, so only the sliver of their face around their eyes can be seen because they're wrapped up in black cloth. Does that make sense? Yeah, like a shinobi. More like a shinobi or more like a ninja? One's like a shinobi and one's like a ninja. Okay.
2: That
3: would be an 11 to hit.
1: Okay, Are you, which one are you attacking?
3: The one on the left.
1: The ninja or the shinobi?
3: The shinobi.
1: Nora, do you want me to explain to you the difference between a ninja and a shinobi?
3: No, I don't really care. Shinobi just sounds cooler.
1: Emily, do you want me to tell you the difference between a ninja and My a shinobi? My guess is
0: they're the same.
1: Wait, there's a big difference. <laughs> I'm
0: ready. For the listeners.
1: No, all our listeners know this already. I'm only explaining it to you. <laughs> oh, okay. It's literally the same word, and depending on like what era you're from, you pronounce them differently because it's like the same kanji, and like they're just derived like different pronunciations of the same. Exact Is this word. the
0: thing, Brighton and I were talking about the other day?
1: Oh my god, were you talking about this already? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we did. Yeah, we talked about this. Fine, then you don't need to know? Then, Brain just edit that out, because our listeners already all know it, and Emily already knew it, so... Eleven does not hit the one that you attacked.
0: Hmm. I guess that's the end of my turn, then. I would like to edit my um, initiative roll by two. Which way? Up.
1: <sighs> Too late.
0: Well, I just reread some things, because it's been a long time since I met this friend, Jack, so...
1: Are you seeing an initiative tracker? Mm-hmm. Wild. Up last was Jaxo Gix, apparently. But, Jaxo, you are surprised this round. So you can't do anything, but now you're not surprised anymore. Well, you can do something. You can become unsurprised. Oh, yeah. It's up to you. What would you like to do? Your options are to become unsurprised or remain surprised. Like <laughs> <remain surprised.
0: laughs> To become unsurprised, please. Okay. And also, I would like you to tell us how far away they are. Uh,
1: 35 feet.
0: Thank you. That is all. 'Cause I can't do anything right.
1: You can do stuff right. Don't don't let them put you down like that. Up next is Javier, the zookeeper, and he becomes unsurprised and he reaches down to his side to grab the hilt of his sword. Zamla, you could have also reached for something, apparently. It's only narrative. Maybe it's a legendary action. Reach. When you're the guild master, you get extra skills. What how much? I, well, I got to explain this to you? Maybe it's a layer action. Is the whole city his layer?
0: No. It's my layer. I like the underground.
1: The city's multiple layers. I get it. Is the Gallows Basket on street level? The Gallows Basket is in, in the, the sewer. sewer level.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, I was trying to explain this. The whole menagerie geographically is mostly laid out in, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sewer style. Okay. That's how I pictured it the whole time. So, the, is the whole sewer the zookeeper's lair? Yes. Does he have any lair actions? Not that you know of. Okay. On their turns, the ninja and the shinobi both become unsurprised. Do you think that they rolled higher than a six? Listen, I don't want to play my whole hand, but yes. And you should think that too, since I told you that they went before you. Okay. And now it's Drell's turn. I call upon the darkness within to fulfill his part of my pact of the blade, and I summon my pact weapon, a two-handed greatsword made of uh, some sort of purple gem-like crystal that glows with an eerie, dark, blackish glow.
3: Like the dark crystal?
1: Sure. And I say to them, the darkness will vanquish you, you backstabbing... The filers And I run 30 feet over to one, and I'm five feet away from it, I guess.
0: Were uh, you surprised?
1: No.
3: We saw the dudes because we perceived... I didn't.
0: If
1: it says a great sword has a five-foot reach and they're 35 feet away from me, can I move 30 feet and attack them? Yeah, let's just say they were 30 feet away so you can attack them. I thought you I... chose 35 so I couldn't attack them. I don't know why I said that, but it seemed like a poor decision. And I swing my packed weapon above my head slash at the ninja. Um, does a critical hit hit? Let me check. Yes.
2: Bam!
1: I deal eight damage with my packed weapon. Wait, is that it? Yeah. I thought you had, like, special damage with it and stuff. I do have special damage. It's plus one. Oh, was sick. And then I attack a second time with it. Uh, this only hits a 15. That does not hit the ninja. It seems like it should, but it clangs against some armor that was underneath the black linen wraps. What's a cooler cloth besides linen that sounds cool? Polyester. The black polyester wraps.
0: No, 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 no. Chiffon.
1: The black chiffon wraps. Silk. The black silken wraps. Yes. What's chiffon?
3: It's like what you make fancy dresses out of.
1: Is it like kind of lacy? It's like see-through. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. It's like tulle, kind of.
0: But that's spelled T-U-L-L-E, in case you didn't know. Oh, yeah, I knew. And I wasn't
1: going to make a joke about the band. Alright, Drell, that's your whole turn? Yeah. I want to tell you something, but only in the name of um, keeping it honest. Um, summoning your packed weapons in action. Okay. So I took two actions last turn. Alright, we'll just um, one time in the future I will deny you an action. But you won't know when or where. Oh no. Okay, Uh, up next. It's the next round and it's Jaxo Gix's turn.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Jaxo runs up because he ain't afraid of nothing. And he runs up to the ninja. And he pulls out his short sword and he stabs that ninja. Or tries to. 25 to hit. That hits. Nice. So he does this damage, which is five damage. And he marks that bitch as his favored foe. Okay. So I can increase my damage by a d6, which is two more damage. And because he has a Dread Ambusher and this is the first attack on this guy, he gets to do another attack roll as a second attack. Are you ready for it, Ninja?
1: All right, I'm ready for your next attack.
0: 13 to hit. Not a hit. Okay, that's the end of his turn.
1: All right, up next is Hap Shepsum.
3: All right, Ham's going to move in uh, up to the shinobi and attack with his short sword. That's a 15 to hit.
1: It's not a hit.
3: Uh, but then he's going to use two-weapon fighting to attack with a dagger. That's a 16 to hit.
1: Not a hit, but it's close, and it slides off of some metal that was underneath the silken wraps of the shinobi. Maybe the shinobi's wearing chiffon. We'll never know. Because battle's too quick for you to pay attention to such details. I don't know. I pay attention Hap's to all pretty
3: details. insightful. He sees a lot of stuff. He's observant. I guess that's the end of my turn.
1: All right. The zookeeper pulls out a two-handed great silver sword. He screams in a... La- well, what languages do you guys speak?
3: Common, elvish, goblin, and thieves
0: can't. Common and draconic.
1: Common and undercommon. In a language that none of you understand, he screams something at those two enemies, and he runs up closer to battle, but you guys are kind of surrounding them because the two of them were together and near a wall. And then he points his hand out, and he launches a magical blast at them. Not at them, at the ninja. But something bad happens. I guess he was too drunk, and he just hurts his hand and goes, ah, and that's the end of his turn.
0: This combat's going great. Um, do these guys have to use dark vision?
1: How would you know?
0: I'm asking the DM. The DM should know.
1: They don't have dark vision, but there must be some light down here. Yeah, there's lots of people that don't have dark vision that gotta go home at night in the sewers. Cool. All right. Uh, the ninja pulls out a giant silver two-handed greatsword and swings it at Drell Griefstroke. Does armor class 24 hit you? It does. But only by ten.
0: Oh, I get to do a sentinel attack, you say?
1: I don't know. I didn't know what the, I don't know what that means. Do I roll damage first, or you? <laughs> it
0: says when a creature within five feet of you makes an attack against a target other than you, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against the attacking creature.
1: All right, let me do damage, and then you can attack. Okay. Ten damage, please. Holy shit! What? This does a huge amount of psychic damage, also.
3: Drell's not going to be right in the membrane.
1: So you take 10 slashing damage and 23 psychic damage. Psh, 23 psychic damage. Are you doing okay? Are you dead now? All the way dead. Is that true? No, not even close, baby. All right, Jack, So go ahead and make your sentinel attack.
0: I rolled a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Who was it on? I forget. The ninja. He's going to die. He got eight
3: damage. It's better than zero. Yeah, zero is how much I've managed so far, so you're doing great.
1: Um. All right, and then the ninja also reaches out her hand and casts light so that everybody can see a little bit better. And that's the end of the ninja's turn. And then the shinobi claps his hands together and does a funny uh, Naruto hand thing. They attack and cast a spell? That's right. Wow. This is high level. You guys might die from this encounter. Uh, we'll okay. see.
0: That's what his fortune said. It says
1: deadly. That's fine. And then the shinobi teleports from where he was standing to right behind the zookeeper and slashes at the zookeeper with his silver greatsword. Mmm. But it was a real trick because the silver greatsword's too long and it got caught on the ceiling of the sewer and didn't attack anybody. It's Drell Griefstroke's turn. Drell is going to call upon the power of the darkness within and cast Shadow of Moil. Moil? Or Moil.
3: Moyle sounds very Jewish.
1: It looks like moyle to me.
0: How is it spelled?
1: Moil Is a moyle a person who oversees circumcisions? maybe Flame-like shadows wreathe your body until the spell ends, causing you to become heavily obscured to others. The shadows turn dim light within 10 feet of you into darkness and bright light in the same area to dim light Until the spell ends, you have resistance to radiant damage, which doesn't really matter to me in addition. Whenever a creature within 10 feet of you hits you with an attack, the shadows lash out at that creature, dealing it 2-die-8 necrotic damage. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't look like they are allowed to save, and it doesn't have to make an attack. They just start taking damage, baby. So I'm just going to get up in the face of the shinobi. Did the the ninja teleport? The shinobi teleported. I'll get up in the face of the ninja. Okay. But it's not as bright as it was. Good thing that light spell was cast. Man. Would have been even darker.
0: Jackson digs it.
1: Yeah, the object sheds bright light in a 20 foot radius. Oh, you know, now it sheds dim light. Okay. But only in 10 feet of the race. So outside the 10 feet. Yeah, then it gets bright again and then it gets dim on the edge again. Yes. Weird. Yeah. And if you think about it this way, like say that's like a cobblestone, like the bottom side, then up on top of the street, there's just a glowing stone. <laughs> mm-hmm. The street's clearly two stones thick, right? If it's one stone thick, it would be so easy to fall through. Yeah, exactly. It's probably multiple, It's probably more than two stones thick. Yeah, there might be even dirt or sand in the Yeah, middle. maybe structural metal of some kind. Rebar? It could be anything, really, if you think about it.
3: What an interesting conversation.
1: Hey there, listeners. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Boarding Mystery Tour. Hope you like Mon because it's back, baby. We got Brayden doing some dungeon mastering. Rounding out the season with some Monzamelute, because uh, you know we ended up an episode short for our nine arc season. So, gonna close it out with this. We got another cover song for you snuck in here that I think is actually on the cover album. It's not on the season six album. But then after Monzamelute, we're going to season seven. But we don't, um, we don't necessarily know what we're doing for season seven. We're still trying to figure that out. We are gonna take, you know, again between uh, seasons, we're gonna do a little hiatus for uh getting that album out we got two albums we gotta get out because somebody didn't do the season five that doesn't exist the season four album at all so we're gonna get that out to you guys and uh you know kick it back in so don't worry about bardic mystery tour we're getting ready to get you some more i was gonna say dungeons and dragons but we're gonna see because there's a little bit of shake up in the world so we'll see what's going on there's a You know, a lot of stuff going on we're going to keep track of and make you some more content. Get some more songs about adventuring in the times of fantasy and warriors. So, anyway, let's get back to Brayton. He's doing some great dungeon mastering here. So, we'll find out what happens with these assailants. Alright, it's the end of that round. We're going back to the top of the round. We've got Jaxo up next. Jaxo is standing next to Drell and Hap. Facing off in melee range with the ninja, who is injured a little bit, and then a few feet away from them, the zookeeper and the shinobi are facing off.
0: All right, Jaxo's going to stab at the ninja again. 21 to hit. That's a hit. So 16 damage total. Jaxo's tough. That's the end of my turn. She yelps. She?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The ninja's a lady. Well... Woman. Sometimes in my life, I use "lady" to just mean woman, and not the royal title. Royal. No, it's not royal. Not noble title. Not a duchess. Yeah, but we should start right. just calling like any dude like a lord then, and then it makes calling any woman a lady make sense. We're like, yeah, yeah, we use "lady" and "lord" like they're just words. Okay, I'm into it. All right, tough Jaxo's done. Now we're up to handsome Hep.
3: Hep flanks the ninja on the right side, next to Jaxo. And he attacks again with his short sword.
1: All right, go for it.
3: 24 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Seven damage with that one. And he's also going to sneak attack for 16 damage. And he's going to do one more attack with his dagger. But that's an 11 to hit.
1: Well, that misses. So joke's on you. You barely did anything. All right, that's your whole turn? That's
3: it. And now you get
0: an advantage on your attacks, too, Emily. Nice. I already got it, as long as you're close to me. Because I am little and pack-oriented.
1: The zookeeper spins around with his sword drawn and slashes it at the shinobi, slicing him once. A huge spout of blood shoots out from the shinobi's chest, and he screams, "Ah!" Whoa. Then the ninja screams something out in uh the same unknown language and teleports away from you guys 30 feet farther up the sewer tunnel the ninja lifts her arm pointing her finger at you guys and a bright streak of light flies out of her fingertip at you striking the ground right in the center of all three of you and a fireball engulfs you
3: can i use my reaction to try and dodge it
1: everybody makes a dexterity save 18 20 10 Hap and Drell are able to tuck away real quickly and take half damage, but Jaxo gets the full brunt of the fireball. All right, the fireball deals 35 fire damage to each person, although you two who pass take half.
0: Um, I got this spell though.
1: What kind of spell? It's
0: called Absorb Elements. What's it do? Uh, it says, the spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect on you and storing it for your next melee attack. Wait, what? <laughs> if you ha- Oh, you have resistance to the triggering damage type until the start of your next turn. Also, the first time you hit with a melee attack on your turn, next turn, the target takes an extra 1d6 damage of the triggering type, and the spell ends. Okay. I'm going to use my uncanny dodge...
3: Dodge to have the damage again. It's a reaction and that allows me to take less damage. Okay, cool. So I'll take nine, and you take eighteen. Is what I think. Is eighteen yeah. half of thirty-six in this case, or is it rolled?
1: Is it? Yeah, it's half of thirty-five. Rounds up. Okay. This fireball was not nearly as useful as I thought it was going to be. That's the ninja's whole turn, and now it's the shinobi's turn, who's going to redeem himself by swinging his sword. His silver greatsword three times at the zookeeper while saying some seemingly rude, unintelligible words in that language you guys don't Three speak? times? Oh, yeah. He slashes the zookeeper twice.
3: Does it seem like smack
1: talk? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to roll, roll an insight check?
3: 21 insight.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's maybe even... Is smack talk a friendly thing to you?
3: No, like he's like, your mother sucked and I'm going to murder you and stick your head in a hole.
1: Yeah, something like that. Like something like, like they're truly enemies.
3: That's what I wanted to know.
1: Now it's your turn, Drell. I'm going to unsummon my packed weapon and then draw from my pouch on my hip that uh, it looks like the, devil, the daredevil's pouch that has those two like you know how he has sticks yeah like batons yeah yeah but i draw forth my rod of resistance and my rod of the pact keeper <laughs> okay and then i cast negative energy flood on the shinobi and run over to the ninja okay did i get those words right i think so i i just assumed here's that one. negative energy flood was like a huge area of effect wrong again here's what negative energy flood does I send ribbons of negative energy at one creature I can see within range. Unless the target's undead, so we're going to skip all that. Make a constitution saving throw. Take 5-12 die necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. What's the DC? The DC is 18 plus 1 for my rod of the pack keeper, so it's 19 constitution save. The shinobi fails that constitution save. All right. Let me get all my 12-sided dice I can get. do deca 22 damage. Jeez. Let me know if it kills it, because if it does, there's a special effect. No, it's still alive. Damn it. If it kills it, it turns into a zombie. So cool. <laughs> Not a zombie I control.
0: Just a zombie? Just wow. a zombie. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: That's cool. And I run over and stand next to aggressively the ninja. The ninja. Okay. And then I say ninjas and shinobis are both stupid. And the shade of black you're wearing is midnight. And that's stupid. I'm wearing jet black. What language did you say that in? Undercommon. Yeah, when you speak to the ninja, she doesn't look like she understands. There's no uh, sign of recognition in her eyes. That piece of shit. Hey, learn undercommon. You know what I mean? If you're going to be in Monsanto, right? Right. Do they look like humanoid? Like they're yeah. humans? Yeah, they're humanoid. The skin you can see is orange, is yellowish. With orange freckles. Yes. They're fucking Gith Yankee, And of a bitch. they're real gaunt and lanky. Mm. Is that your whole turn? Yeah. All right. It's the next round. So the ninja and Drell are up the corridor, and the shinobi and the zookeeper are back the corridor a little bit. So I think the total, that's about 45 feet apart between them because of angles. And then Hap and Jaxo are between those, but closer to the zookeeper. Jaxo, what do you want to do?
0: Uh, Jaxo is going to run all the way up next to Drell, because they're bros. Pull out the sword that's already out. So not even say that. Just... Use the sword and stab him. The ninja, not Drell. Yeah, because if you attack Drell, you're going to take a lot of damage. And because I'm next to Drell, we're in a pack together. It might
1: be a smart idea. Didn't you say that the arms of moil? What's it called? Shadow of moil. The shadow of moil hits everybody when you get hit? No, it hits the person that hits me. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right, go ahead.
0: And I specifically said Jackson would not hit Drell. He's not above hitting the zookeeper.
1: It's your choice. In you, you never you know hit. with Jackson. You never know.
0: <laughs> he rolled a twenty-six to hit. That hits great because this ninja is my favorite foe. I do eleven damage to it, and because I use that spell, absorb elements. This fire is going to come back at that stupid bitch.
1: All right, so how much damage did you total?
0: 21 damage. Jeez. And I tell her she's stupid. First, I say it to her in common. Okay. And then she doesn't react, I assume.
1: Yeah, she looks like she doesn't. She's reacting to getting slashed real bad and burned.
0: And then I say in draconic, real stupid. But I say it more like Jaxo, real stupid.
1: (laughs) No, no reaction. Okay. However, she does look like she's getting pretty low on hit points. Under half, bloodied in the terms of Dungeons & Dragons, I think.
0: Yeah. Eat it.
1: Is that the end of your turn?
0: That's the end of my turn. I high five Drell real quick on the last second of my turn.
1: Let's take out my elbow. Yeah. I got two rods in my hands like the daredevil.
0: Do we bump elbows then? Mine's like way above my head, though, so I can reach. Yeah.
1: Have it's your turn.
0: I look over at the ninja to
3: see if there's room for me to do some damage with these other two, since we're in a sewer. I don't know. Can I...
1: Yeah you, yeah, you could totally—there's space around the ninja.
3: Okay, I want to move up to the ninja, and I'm going to attack with my short sword again. I stab her straight in the gut. I hit for 16.
1: Uh, you go to stab the gut, but it turns out that she's so gaunt and thin that you miss.
3: She needs to wear tighter clothes. Um, but I'm going to try again with my dagger, and I'm, this time I'm going to go for her head because oh, it's okay. more visible.
1: Yeah, makes sense. It's a
3: 25 to hit.
1: Yeah, 25 hits.
3: And because I'm flanking, I also get a sneak attack, so it's 25 damage Holy with the dagger. Shit. Nice
1: job, Hap!
3: Yeah!
1: She screams out as you shove the dagger into the side of her head. She's not dead.
0: But it looked like it hurt.
1: You took a big hunk of flesh off.
0: Her brains are going to leak out. I can't wait.
1: Is that the end of your turn? That's it.
3: Yeah, is the dagger still stuck in her head, or did I pull it out?
1: No, uh, let's say that it... uh I feel like it's silly to be like, she's not dead, but you shoved a dagger in her head. And it's stuck there. So it's <laughs> no, not No, I just her gave
0: head. her one of those lobotomies.
1: People get things stuck in their head all the time.
0: Yeah, it just changed her personality and she wanders off. Well, let's leave it up to you.
1: You want the dagger to be stuck or not?
0: That's fine. I have another one.
1: All right, the dagger's <laughs> stuck in her head. All right. That's the end of your turn, right? Yes. All right, next, the zookeeper screams some other non distinct language and swings his great sword. At the shinobi who's still on him and looking totally fine, mostly. However, the shinobi moves around very quickly and none of the blows land. It's the ninja's turn. Once again, she claps her hands together and teleports this time so that she's right next to the shinobi. Holds her finger up and points it at you guys and casts another fireball. It's like we shouldn't pile up.
3: So we get a, uh, what was it?
1: Reflex save.
3: Dexterity save.
1: Yeah, everybody make a dexterity save. 11.
3: I got a natural 20 and it's a 28.
1: Okay.
0: Me too, and it's a 24.
1: Well, congratulations on your natural 20s, but guess what? Doesn't fucking matter if it's on attack roll. All
0: right, well,
3: Hap does an uncanny dodge and takes half of the half.
1: All right, so Hap and Jaxo each take half of 30 damage, and Drell takes the full brunt. Holy schmoly. Well, guess what, you idiot? When you're within 60 feet of me and you cast a fireball on me while I'm holding my rod of retribution, you got to roll a save against 13 dexterity, or you're taking 2-10 damage. I rolled a 13. Okay. Oh, it's only half as much if you do that. It's not negated. All right, how much damage is it? 12, uh, half a 12, six damage. Six, what kind of damage? Lightning damage. So, what, like a bolt of lightning? A bolt of lightning leaps out of the rod that I'm holding in my hand and shocks the ninja for casting a fireball on me.
3: What about your aura, your scary dark aura? Uh,
1: that's only on attacks that land, and it's uh, 10 feet. All right, well, that's the end of the ninja's turn, and she's doing fine. Okay, stop asking. But she's actually secretly doing really bad. She has a knife sticking out of her head. It's not good.
3: (laughs) Were the fireballs real loud? Like, is anybody awake yet? And like peeking out of their windows, like what the fuck is
1: going on? The fireballs are loud, but you can't see their windows, because you're in the sewer.
3: Oh, right, I forgot we're in the sewer. But there's other people down here, right? Like thieves, other thieves.
1: Well, you take a quick glance around between turns, and you don't see any other people down here. All right. It's almost like these two waited to ambush somebody in your group until it was uh, there weren't a lot of people around.
3: Definitely not the person that speaks the same language as them.
1: Probably hap because probably they're like jilted lovers.
3: Yeah, they're probably real mad because I'm so pretty.
1: Yeah, they propositioned you for to go to a, a threesome party and you would said no. Oh, I don't know what jilted lover means. Maybe I said the wrong thing and I assumed I th- I meant like. One of the ladies you slept with, they were dating her. Oh. Would that also be counted count as a That would lover? be a jilted to lover, too. could be, yeah. But the assumption to make is that it's someone that was in love with Hap, That Hap, like... Any assumption you make is just that, just an assumption, because none of you speak the language that these people speak. And the shinobi raises his silver sword again and does three attacks on the zookeeper just wanted to know what was the more common understanding of jilted lover.
3: Jilted means to be suddenly rejected or abandoned.
1: So it could be someone who was jilted by Hap or someone jilted by someone yeah. who was with Hap. Yeah. So those are both jilted lovers. Yeah. So I wasn't wrong. I was just vague. Correct. But I assume, Drell assumes... It's something to do with Hap. One of the three attacks slices and cuts into flesh of the zookeeper, and you can see the zookeeper steps back staggered a little bit. He's not looking 100% healthy these days. Drell, it's your turn. Well, first I'm going to use my rod of the back keeper to give myself a spell slot back. Then I'm going to run over and stand between the zookeeper. You said the zookeeper staggered. Is he still in the same, like, five-foot square? Yeah. Well, I'm going to run over and be there. Okay, and just try to uh, absorb attacks. Yeah, I'm just really trying to get attacked.
3: You sound like a girl, or I guess a guy at spring break. Like, I just want somebody to hit on me.
1: Um. Okay, that's your whole turn? Yeah, it was an action to get my spell slot back. Oh, okay. I usually do it out of combat, but I, I could have, like, got my packed weapon back out, but I want the rod of resistance in my hand, and I want the packed... The pro- I need another hand. We need to find, like, a hand that I can, like, stitch onto my shoulder. An
3: attachable hand? Yeah. Can you detach it then, too? Like, you only have three hands sometimes? Depends on the
1: hand, you know? Um. All right. It's the top of the round. The ninja is looking pretty close to dead. The shinobi's been hit some, but it's looking okay. The zookeeper's looking pretty rough. The zookeeper and Drell are standing right next to the shinobi and the ninja, and Jaxo and Hap are standing quite a ways up the tunnel. It's like 40 feet or 45 oh, feet. Oh, well, I so. can't move. How far did you... That's why I thought I you were attacking. 30 feet. So you're close to them, yeah. but you're 10 feet away, I guess. Also, Drell's not looking super great either. Jack, so it's your turn. What do you want to do? Hmm. You can always shoot Drell. I just wanted to make sure you knew. It's one of the things you can do. D&D's not usually a game about me telling you what you can do, but Ed's really excited... <laughs> About getting attacked by somebody.
0: (laughs) All right. Jaxo is going to pull out his short bow and shoot at the ninja. Okay. And he got a 27 to hit.
1: Jeez. Yeah, that's a hit.
0: And he rolled 11 damage. Is she still standing?
1: Yes, but don't, do not you do extra damage because of the mark?
0: I did that. I put that all in there. Um, but I also read my character sheet in the last couple of rounds and remembered he was drunk before, I guess. so could do an extra attack when he chooses the attack move, so he's going to do another arrow right oh, at yeah. that girl's face. You can totally
1: pace. do that. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're not used to playing, like, warrior classes.
0: I rolled a natural 20.
1: Okay, that's a hit.
0: Is that double damage?
1: Twice do as many dice, that's yeah.
0: Eight more damage.
1: Jaxo's second arrow is planted firmly into the body of the ninja, and she lets out a slow death rattle as her body crumples to the floor, and she lays lifeless.
0: All right, and then for the rest of my turn, I'm going to use like half of my movement speed, I guess, or whatever distance. I want to go. I want Jaxo to be not right next to Hap, but not right next to Drell in case they shoot. Well, the
1: fireball one just died.
0: Oh, then i just run up next to Drell.
1: They might all be able to cast Fireballs.
0: Who knows? I run up next to Drell.
1: Okay, cool. All right, up next is Hap Shepson. Windy
0: Snowy Mountains. No.
1: <laughs> she's across the whole world.
3: Um, Hap, can I move up so that, like, I don't know where the zookeeper is versus the shinobi, but I'd like to be flanking so I can do sneak attack damage. You
1: can do that, but they're about 40 feet from you. Yeah,
3: so I want to move up 30 feet and be flanking. Is that possible?
1: Oh, no. No.
3: Okay. All right, well, I'll just move up 30 feet and shoot.
1: Okay, and you're shooting the zookeeper.
3: No, I'm shooting the shinobi. I
1: just think if I can trick you guys, you know, one time.
3: I'm going to aim for his crotch.
1: Okay, good <laughs> luck.
3: <laughs> it's a 25 to hit. Nor is the that moil That's seven piercing damage.
1: That's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, He shouts.
3: Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm sorry. I have insightful fighting, so as a bonus action, I can make an insight check Contested by their deception, if I succeed, I can use my sneak attack even if I don't have advantage on the attack roll. So, I'm going to make an insight check, which is 24. They make a deception check. 18. All right, so I get to sneak attack him.
1: All right, go ahead and give me that sneak attack damage.
3: 19. Gee, Does that mean I shoot an extra arrow? Is bull
1: crap! No, it's it's applied to the one you. The did.
3: one that. So it just really got him in the dick. Yeah.
1: So basically, what happened was the way it's supposed to be is narratively is that you could tell the way that he was moving,
3: which way he was gonna go, and the
1: way. Yeah. And so you're able to read him, and so you could shoot him in a vital spot. He's looking bloodied.
3: Well, I would hope so. Yeah, hap.
1: I just want you guys to know that a Jew that's trained in the practice of Brit Mila, however that's pronounced, it's spelled M O H E L, which may be pronounced Moil, but it looks different than the Moil that's making shadows. Right how
0: now. do you use the spelling of that?
1: Moil. Have Google tell you how to pronounce that word? Okay. In Yiddish. Mohel. Mohel. So no. Okay. Mohel. Getting closer. All right. It is the zookeeper's turn. And the zookeeper is going to take the disengage action and step 20 feet up the corridor past Drell and Jaxo. And he's going to say to you guys, take him out. And then the shinobi, not to be deterred, is going to teleport once again past everybody onto the other side of the zookeeper and attack him with his sword. But misses because the zookeeper has deft feet and steps out of the way. And then he attacks again, hitting the zookeeper. And then he attacks the zookeeper a third time, missing. So the zookeeper has been slashed once this round and is looking a really, really bad. A really, really bad. Drell, it's your turn. I call out to my patron, darkness within. Cast aside this fool and flood him with negative energy. And I cast negative energy flood. That's the same one as before. Yeah. This is a constitution save? Yes. Against 19. He fails. My advice? Never fail the saving throw on the spell. Although it's not that bad. Oh, I don't know. That's good. The hidden number was the highest one. (laughs) It's hidden because it's a hard to read die. Yeah. 33 damage. Do you know what type it is? Yeah. Tell us for the listener. Necrotic damage. Okay. He didn't die. Holy shit. But he is looking worse than the zookeeper. Well, now I run up, stand right next to him. Like, if I can between him and the zookeeper, but that's actually difficult. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to make it. I stick my chest
0: out. (laughs) (laughs) And your tongue. (laughs) Maybe you should beat it a little bit, too. Hit me,
1: moron! (laughs) All right, that's your old turn? Yes. All right, there's just the shinobi left. Looking pretty weak, and it's Jaxo Gix's turn.
0: He turns, does a 180, and he looks at that stupid shinobi in the face, and he pulls out an arrow and fires it.
1: 180 no-scope? You should have done a 540 540 no-scope. All
0: right, well, the first one doesn't hit, but does it hit Drell? How will we know?
1: Um, I... Were you doing a 540 no-scope or are you just turning around and shooting?
0: I was turning around and shooting. I think you just okay. didn't hit I think
1: you just didn't hit Alright,
0: and then if you second attack pulls another arrow out. And he says, Yarr and it's a twenty-two to hit. Wait. What's eighteen plus an eight? Twenty-six to hit. That's a hit. And he does thirteen damage. And then he says, Yeah, I'm tough. Yeah. And he runs towards drell.
1: All right, is that your whole turn? Yeah. The shinobi is still just barely grasping onto life. Hap Shepsum.
0: Hap is also
3: going to shoot with a short bow at the shinobi. He's going to aim for the butt this
0: time for equality.
1: Yeah, that's smart.
0: How do you aim for the butt if he's gotta facing be good. you? Do you have those trick arrows? Yeah. You going to give me some?
1: They're just butt arrows. <laughs> just got dick arrows and butt arrows. <laughs> got to pick which one from the quiver
3: rolled real bad, so he's going to use one of his luck points uh, and roll again.
1: Hapsure is lucky.
3: This time it's a 19. That's a hit. Alright. Five damage from the short bow, and once again he's going to use his insightful fighting to see if he can do some extra sneak attack
1: damage. Alright, let's see it.
3: 19 insight check.
1: Yeah. You're totally able to read this weakened poor fellow
3: all right, so with the butt damage, it's extra 22, 27 damage total.
1: Half shoots the shinobi right in the buttocks, and the shinobi just lets out a cry. And a fart? It's a big fart, and it sounds like... Death? Death, and it smells real bad. And you guys are already in the sewers, you know oh, what man. I'm saying? <laughs> it smells bad for the sewers. And then he collapses over on the ground, Dead. And I want to tell you, that was 22 extra damage (laughs) than required.
3: Way to go, half! Oh, thanks. Shucks, guys.
1: I flip my two rods in the air and catch the other sides of them and shove them into my sheath at the same time real cool and make a stance and look at the camera.
3: I go over and uh, pat the zookeeper on the back and say, you all right there, big guy? You look a little worse for wear.
1: He coughs. And he sits down on the ground and leans against the wall. And he's like, I need to get to see the doctor.
3: Yeah, we can take you if you want.
1: Uh, all right. And then he starts to stand back up. And he's like, I shouldn't have sat down. Who are these gift Yankee assailants? And where do they come from? What beef do they have with the menagerie? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour.